the Kyle and Kaki's podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Kyle and Kaki's. My Kaki today is someone you've probably seen on TV or you might have heard her singing at a live event. Who am I talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, on the show today we have the one and only Maya Lee. Hey Maya. Hi Kyle. Hi hey. everybody. How's it going Maya? How are you? Long time no see. Yeah, everything's been going great. Uh, yep. You know, Maya, the last time we worked together was what, last year, right? Like we had a show at Masling, um, some big yeah. concert where the PM came yeah. down. And that was, I mean, I've, I've seen Maya perform uh, on TV so many times, but I've never worked with Maya until last year. Uh, and I'm talking about 2019. And I realized that Maya sings not just in English, but you did like a Malay or an Indonesian number as well, didn't you? Yes, I do sing a couple of languages, but um, for the Indonesian one was because I just came back from, uh, back then I just came back from uh, Indonesia because I joined Dangdut Academy Asia, which Dangdut is like a Dangdut Academy. reality TV show. Yes. Wow. What's, what's, what's unique about Dangdut? Um, to me, it's like, it's, it's, uh, because my mom is Indonesian, and so I've always been fascinated with the Indonesian culture. And um, uh, so I've made it an, an effort to... to uh, and pick up some Indonesian. But I've always yeah. liked uh, Malay songs and Indonesian songs. And you know, with, with Dangdut, um, I like the, the beat. Yeah. The beat of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I remember from that show, all the machis were like dancing, joget, joget, you know? Yeah, even Pachi <laughs> also, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Maya, we all we all know you from uh, your Singapore Idol days. Um, and how many years has it been since Singapore Idol? Uh, it's been sixteen years, sixteen long years. My gosh! My goodness! Can you 16. imagine my age now? <laughs> well, I'll I'll only be respectful and not ask you. But let me just say that sixteen years ago, I was about fifteen years old. <laughs> oh man, sixteen years ago! I don't mind my age. I'm 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 thirty-seven. Back then, I was twenty-one. Okay, la, not, it's not that <laughs> that much of an age gap between the both of us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> same so era, what, same era, okay. Yeah, same era. Like, like technically 80s kids, la, you know? So, so it kind of yeah. works, right? <laughs> so, Maya, yeah. um, let's, let's talk about what you've been up to of late. Like, what's keeping you busy? Why have we not seen you on TV? Um, and, uh, you know, where can we hear your music? Okay, let's start from, um, I, I sort of uh, bowed out of the limelight in 2007 when I had my second child, uh, Kaka, my daughter. Um, and I, uh, I started my um, uh, modeling agency about four years ago. It's a, uh, we specialize in babies and kids, um, me and my partner, Lena. So uh, I've been busy focusing on that and we're growing the agency and we're doing pretty, pretty good. So I've been busy with that. And uh, on and off, um, I take on uh, D&D's corporate events, showtimes. I do showtimes uh, where I was saying or I would perform the visual poi, which is like a light show. Um, and now I'm um, trying to, uh, sometimes I do perform with the fire. Oh, fire cool. shows. Yeah, so uh, I do enjoy performing. But as of the circuit breaker now, you know, all, all these events are canceled. So I have got no shows. I'm so free. My gosh. 
Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Like all of us in the entertainment circuit kind of just hit this brick wall for a while. And we were all just stumped on not knowing what to do or how to make ends meet. But I think eventually, you know, time, as time progresses on, we're going we're gonna to pull the pieces back together. What do you think? Definitely, definitely. Because, you know, we're like on a... I think we're, we're, we're getting a little crazy or even borderline depressed, you know, with, with our, our daily lives and routines kind of just suddenly stopped. Yeah. So everyone's looking forward. Things have to go back to normal again. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. Maya, yeah. now let's, let's dive deep right now into what people really want to hear. Um, you've got this bad boy Actually, not bad boy, la, bad girl attitude, right? With this whole image that you have. You're like, you're like a rock star. You've got the tattoos. You've got the attitude. You've got the image. Is this all just a, a facade that the media has painted? Or is this really who Maya Lee is? Because to be honest, the Maya Lee that I know, you know, over the past year that we've been in touch, does not really seem to be that same Maya Lee that the media has portrayed. So, you know, what do you have to say about that? Okay, back when I first started uh, in Singapore Idol, um, there was a lot of like media coverage. And um, I think it was very, very easy um, to just label me as a wild child and back then I didn't have a mentor I didn't have anybody to teach me about tech I wasn't tactful at all so when they labeled me as oh because you're a single mom you must be a wild child you look like that so I played along with it and um, so I kind of shot my mouth off at everything that they interviewed me about uh, I would just speak my mind without thinking and it, it was like so easy to offend people which I didn't care about um, but I still don't quite care about it because I, I spoke the truth. Yeah, but Singaporeans and, uh, at large are always very easily offended anyways, right? You say anything and they'll get offended yeah. anyways. Yeah. So I kind of like, oh, screw that. I don't, I don't really want to bother about that. But um, in terms of how people might think that I'm an alien, you know, like a, a hooligan or like illiterate, I think that's, that's a huge misunderstanding there because um, uh, I... Okay, let's just say that, you know, I... I um, I just wanted to live up to that rock chick image. But actually, um, I don't think I'm that much of a rocker rocker. I still like my ballads. And, um, and over the years, I've mellowed down. Uh, as in I, my temper has definitely uh, improved dramatically. And um, I don't really shoot my mouth off that often because I, I, I'm tired. It gets tiring when you have to consistently um, read or hear about what people say about you. It could be rumors, it could be just some fake news, but it, it gets tiring. And um, yeah, but you know, the good thing that comes out of this is like every time I meet people, they'll be like, Maya, you know, you're, it's surprising that you're not somebody I thought you were. Like how I read about you and how you are in person is so different. And to me, I take it as a compliment because this is just how I am. Uh, I am... I don't think I'm that much of a, a, a thug or that much of like a party anymore. In fact, I have never clubbed in my entire life. And um, I don't drink. Uh, yeah. Do you think I'm just waiting that... for, you know, the circuit... What? No, you go first. You're just waiting for the circuit breaker yeah. to, to open up again. 
Yes, I'm waiting for the circuit breaker to open up so that, you know, my I told my girlfriends, you you girls have to bring me out to club because I'm hitting my 40s and I've never clubbed before. Can you show me how it is? Yes, I've performed in, in nightclubs, in venues, but I don't personally go and club. I said, you know, I don't mind like sitting there and see if anybody picks me up just for the fun of it, you know. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go out there and test water a little bit, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's never, it's, it's never too late to start something new. Um, but what I actually wanted to, to ask you was, do you think that your three kids were really the root cause for you to kind of simmer down and start to chill out? Do you think that, that your children were, were basically that reason? Yes, definitely. Um, when I had my first one, I was eight, 19 years old. So in that time, I still haven't simmered down. I was still like young and crazy and, you know, a kind of lack of responsibility. Um, generally speaking, I was still responsible being a mother. Um, but when I had my second one, that was when I told myself, okay, this time I'm going to be a single mother and I will have to really grow up and, and stop my nonsense, you know. And so I mellowed down until the third one still mellowed down. And I think the kids um, became the reason that uh, I had to, really really grow up but mm. then again that speaking of that i i've grown up in the sense that um uh in the parenting way you know i have to because of parenthood i have to fulfill my responsibilities but the one thing that hasn't changed is my character my likes my dislikes my dreams it hasn't changed at all and i just put it aside for for the last 13 no in fact for the last 19 years and uh, but now, in fact, this year, I, I give myself a lot of thought. You know, I give a lot of thought to it. And I decided that, no, I, I want to go and fulfill my dreams because I can't constantly live my life solely for the children. What about myself? I've neglected myself for the last dozen over years. And then what's my purpose of being here? You know, I think I, I do feel I'm made for a greater purpose than just being a mother to these three kids. Um, there's definitely more things for me to do. And, and I've realized that I want to travel. You know, I started out, I quit school at 15. And uh, because I couldn't sit still in class, I find it very hard to focus. Although my, my results were very good. But I just couldn't sit still. And, and I, I, I just went crazy and, and left school. Never completed my education. But um, I know I can write. I know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of very literate. <laughs> and, um, and I... Uh, at a point when I left school, I actually bought myself a ticket with um, the money I've saved for my pocket money. I flew to Australia at the age of 15 alone. And in Australia, I called my dad and said, I'm not coming back until um, you tell the school principal that I'm, I'm quitting school. I'm never going back to study again. Wow. I mean, of course, I, I, don't, I don't encourage people following me because I'm, I'm a nutcase in that sense, you know. But uh, I was glad I did. At that time, I started backpacking solo. So I went to Australia, I've been to Thailand, I've been to Malaysia, everything on my own. And in each of these journeys, I, I've experienced um, uh, different um, situations. Some, some are actually uh, dangerous situations. But I find that, I'm, that I, I believe in God. There's always a God who's looking, up, looking out for me which is why I survived many different situations that could have potentially become um, very disastrous. 
like from being uh, molested, meeting pedophiles, meeting weird people, being attacked by some wild monkeys, you know. But I find all of these things fun and it actually makes me think and, it, and I can have my reaction or, or like uh, how to handle situations. So I think to me that, that path that I took um, to travel on my own, it actually made me grow and it made me uh, more confident and braver and but you know um and it kind of satisfies my urge to uh, my my desire to learn to uh, to have adventures and uh, i i think it would be great if i could write a book based on my travel adventures and and that was what i set out wanting to do when i was uh, a teen and now that after this like 10 over years of break of just focusing on the kids, I've decided, no, that is what I want to do. After the circuit breaker, I want, I want so much and so badly to travel on my own. And, and not, we're not talking about luxury travel, traveling, but we're talking about backpacking and exploring different places, you know, um, like off the beaten track kind. And I want to document it down. That'll be so book. fun. That will be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like you, you, my lifetime dream. Yeah, man. Like, like you've already lived a life of adventure, but now you want to chronicle these adventures and you want to record it. Like, do you want to put together a show as well for that? Or do you want to, I don't know, like write a song in every different country that you go to? Because I know music is a huge part of your life, right? Yes, it is. But um, I, I haven't been that confident in my songwriting skills, abilities. Um, but I know I will write. I will write journals, and possibly I will write music too. And um, uh, because you know, I, you can't take the music out of me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, once a songstress, always a songstress. <laughs> now, is there has there been like a one defining experience uh, during your travels, or even in your life, when you realize that this is a huge bloody turning point for me? This is this is now the birth of the new Maya. I'm coming out of that shell. Was it maybe with the birth of Kaka or after that? Like, like what is that like? Uh, oh, by the way, for people listening, Kaka is Maya's second child. Uh, very beautiful model as well. You will see photos of her online or follow Maya on Instagram and you'll see lots of photos of the both of them. But coming back to my question, Maya. So where, what was yeah. that turning point? Mm-hmm. I think I have a couple. I have had a couple of turning points in my life. Um, the first one, like I mentioned, was um, to, to really mellow down and be the responsible parent that I have to be when I got pregnant uh, as a single mom with uh, Kaka. That made me really sit up and think that, you know, I've had enough of, of playing around with the media, being in the limelight. I, I didn't want that anymore. Um, so I, I just wanted to focus on being a parent. And that was one turning point. The other turning point happened just two months back in the month of March. Um, I was uh, away in, in Thailand um, alone and I had some time on my own. So I, I was that feeling of being able to be on my own in a foreign country, not having to work, um, not having to worry about my, my kids. Are they fat? Uh, have they done their homework and all that? And I had time to really just sit down and think about myself for myself. And something in me just snapped, you know. I. I, I cried, I cried and cried and, and I decided that, you know, I need to live my life. And which is why I want to travel again. Picked up, it's, it's like a, I need to pick up from where I left off. Because um, in the first, uh, I can share this. 
in the first um, maybe four or five years um, of me having Kaka, which is my, uh, my daughter, the first four or five years, uh, every two weeks, I would break down and cry. It's like I'm mourning over something that I lost. And I would call my buddy and tell her, and she would listen to me cry. And, and I, um, I would always tell her, I feel as if I haven't picked up from where I left off. And which was my desire and my goal to want to travel and see the world and write and document everything down. I really want to do that so badly. It wasn't, I didn't set out to be a singer in the first place. I didn't set out to be a performer. But I set out to write. Um, so, uh, yeah, so... I think probably like the fifth year, like uh, I had Kaka, I decided, you know what, um, just stop crying, move on. So I conveniently just swept it under the rug and tried to forget about it. Until in March this year, that feeling of freedom came back. I'm always a free spirit. It's just that I'm in denial. So um, that feeling came back and I, I told myself, you know what, I'm, I'm going to just make sure that the kids are fine uh, and I'm just going to leave for short periods of time, maybe one, two, three months and come back again um, to be with the family and off I go again, I'll travel. And I want to travel alone um, because when, when you travel with somebody else, you can't be yourself. You, you won't be able to be in situations that um, might be uh, more exciting, yeah, more dangerous. Or like more you, you constantly have to look up for that person. You've got, hey, where you want to go? Hey, what you want to eat? You want to go this place or not? Yes, you want to go that so place annoying. Yeah, but when you're alone, yeah. you, you, you're, you're free, you're liberated, right? You just get a go. Yes, yes, and I want to do that so badly. Yeah. So yeah. I would say that's my turning point. And I was like, I came back to Singapore, you know, I was like so, so focused on, on wanting to break that news to the family and, and all that. And the next thing is like, oh, Lockdown. Oh, great. Thank you, God. No, you know, know, I really think it's a situation where it's just testing you. Let's put it this way, right? Maybe one day you thought about, okay, I want to be a traveler and I want to write a book. And, And maybe you realize that the moment you do it, you don't value it. But now being locked down for like two months, you realize how much more you want it. I'm quite sure that when all the bans or all the restrictions have been lifted, you're now going to go, you know what, full force, let's go on, let's go get that, that book written, let's go see new places. Don't, don't you think so? Yeah, like you kind of like, yeah. want it so, even more, right? Yes, it's building up like second by second. You know, I, I'm somebody who is, who's very impulsive, I'm very rash, and I have zero patience. So in, in the last couple of weeks, my friends have been telling me, Maya, you know what, we have to practice patience. Um, now is the period, you know, you have no choice, you're locked down at home. We, maybe, you know, God wants you to learn what patience is, because mm. you have none of it. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I'll deal. Yeah. It's not see, easy. It's not the easy the universe always has its own little way of teaching you a little lesson or, or you know, getting you back uh, in check. So, so I think all is well. You just got to, you know, there is, a, there is a saying that I always share with my friends. The, the same hot water that hardens the egg also softens the potato. It's not about your circumstances. It's about what you're made of, right? So in that situation, yeah. you know, seize the day, two months, never mind, tahan. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, we've got about two or three minutes left on the clock. Very quickly, um, could you tell us a little bit more about what Viva Angels is all about? Um, and for my friends listening in, one day Maya gives me a call and she says, Hey, bro, you want to try out modeling or not? 
And I'm like, huh? Mia, my face, ah, modeling, ah. Hey, you sure not? <laughs> and my and Maya said something which kind of was a bit of a light bulb that went off in my head. She said, "If you don't try, you don't know. Just go ahead and try." So I got dressed. I went for that casting audition. So confident. Um, good news is I did not get the job, but it's okay. At least we tried. <laughs> so so Maya, thank you for giving me that modeling opportunity. That little taste of being a a model. Uh, it was quite interesting, lah. Like there were like three ladies taking photos of me, asking me to look happy, look sad, wear spectacle, take out the spectacle. It was interesting. Um, and that was for an ad for a bank. So. Yeah, if you see some other brown dude <laughs> on a on an ad copy, that guy definitely won me. He's definitely way better looking. But anyway, Maya, so so tell us very quickly about uh your your modeling agency. Okay, um, my modeling agency started and because we wanted to specialize in children because we see a, a potential market for that, and um, because I grew my daughter and my partner Lena, she grooms the son. Uh, both our kids are models, child models. They've been modeling for like as as long as they are, they've been alive, you know. And we uh, we felt that we have the capacity to groom even more children. Um, and uh, so we decided to form an agency. And uh, yeah, so the kids, we screened them before we um, really accept them into the agency. We had to make sure that they like it because a lot of children in, in the modeling industry or in the acting industry, you know, in entertainment scene, they are being forced by their parents. So you get kids who throw tantrums on set. You get kids who are sulky when they go for auditions and the parents throwing a, a, a hissy stitch at the kids in, in full view of everyone. And nobody likes that. So um, we screen the children to make sure that they want it and not because their parents want it for them. So I think we have a, uh, we have a very good pool of children who are able to take instructions, who are able to um, deliver and put out a good performance. So, so far we have been doing very well. Um, uh, fingers crossed, and uh, we are branching out into uh, adults and seniors as well, um, which is why you know we want you for right <laughs> for the audition as well. And you know, one thing is that um, sometimes people can go for like ten auditions before they nail one job. Yeah. Um, and it's not because so and so is better looking. You know, sometimes it's some the, the selected talent could be even worse looking. You know, sometimes and and it's because what the client wants. Because what the client wants might not be what the director has shortlisted and recommended. It's up to the, di- uh, the client itself. So it's really very um, subjective. Thank you, and, Maya. Um, so we always say just keep trying. Really. Yeah. I feel, and, I feel um, so anyway, much better you know, now. It's, it's good money. It's good money <laughs> for the talent. For the talent. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Got it. Got it. So, so Maya, again, thank you for, for joining us, talking to us a little bit more about yourself today. Uh, you've talked about your character. You've talked about your pursuits in life. We really want to wish you all the very best. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say to end off the show? Do you want to do a shout out to your fans, your friends, anybody? Okay. Um, thank you so much for having me on the show. I enjoyed myself. And um, for those who want to listen to my music, I don't have much music, but I do... Um, play some instruments or I do some covers on my Instagram or my Facebook which is uh, at Maya Lee Official um, on IG so you can go there and maybe make some song requests (laughs) just get in touch with Maya everybody get in touch so ladies and gentlemen once again this is Kylan Kakis and you just tuned in to another episode with the very amazing Maya Lee this is Kyle signing off and I'll talk to you real soon bye bye